There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My eye. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. We're going to a party. Uh huh. <laughs> we're going right to this. a party. Well, I mean, we're going to a can I, festival of sorts. Can I tell you? You can tell me. Full, just, just, just total honesty. Bowen, be totally honest because that's what people like. They like it when people are honest. They love that window in. Yeah. Please they offer love us that. that window Give in. us that. Jer- I don't know if I'll st- if I'll go. I hate you. I really hate you deep down in my core because this is like a this is like crazy but, to me. No, I will go, but I just I'll probably stay for like two hours and leave. We're going to a fun party, a gay party in Los Angeles. It is called Ospinoff. Now, apparently this is like a, the fun happening thing to do for queers of all types yeah. on the weekends. Uh-huh. And you are a queer. Uh-huh. I am a type. Listen, I feel that we must go. Okay, no. I, I, I'm saying that I will probably panic w- within two hours and leave. Why panic? Just because all of a sudden I'm becoming, and this is this is n- no shade. I'm becoming a Pat Regan and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to like stay. And Pat would cop to this, but like, you know, I'm just. You don't want to stay out if you don't feel like it? Well, I just don't want to stay. I just like, I, LA in particular, like, I feel like is even more, is an even more amplified representation of like all the things that make me insecure, feel insecure about being a gay man. But this is a, but they say this is like a, a party for queers of all types. I know, but we'll see. The we'll freaks, see. the weirdos, the fags, the, 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 the ghosts, the, uh, and those, outcasts. And those are the types. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, 
I'll go. I'll just we'll we'll see. I'm I'll We're probably gonna have, go. I'll probably have so much fun, but then I have to be at, I have to leave for the airport at four a.m. and then I have to see my parents tomorrow, and then like I promised I'd go with them on a hike. I can't believe that I'm sitting here with two friends, two good friends who oh. I am excited to have two a nice best friends. friends. I was off. Uh, who I was excited to have a night with tonight, and each of you have like excuses for why no. you may not go tonight. Well, I don't understand. And honestly, I'm furious. I, I'm, I'm livid. I'm grateful for our guest who gave me the courage, a voice, to, say the courage no. to say maybe I I might not go. The courage to say no, front runner for title event. The courage to, <laughs> to say, say no. no. Um, no, uh, I'll I'll go. Good. Ah! Okay. What do you, what do you, wait, wait, but before before we get before we um, oh well, let's bring our guest into this because I do want to ask you what you hope to happen tonight. What I hope to happen is to share in good times. Okay. And can I say? And that's all. Yeah, to share in good times. Okay. I love our guest. Oh, I a love our guest. A lot. And the thing about our guest is that Joel, well, so now I'm in Los Angeles for I- indefinitely. Yeah. And so- You fully embedded as a, as an LA gay. <laughs> sure. So basically Joel said to me, he's like, I'm so excited for you to become friends with Brandon. Uh, and I was like, you're putting this person up on a high perch. And then <laughs> met- we have obviously You're known mad. each other, but we truly became, I feel like he's my sister mm. and maybe he doesn't feel that way. I'm saying it, but he's my sister now because we had a lovely weekend for Joel's birthday and I like love him. This is a, this is a beautiful sorority the, between you two and the, in the Greek sense, soror, you guys are sisters. Kappa Kappa Slay. Kappa Kappa Slay. Oh, I hate that. Oh my god. I we were hated saying. I had. That. I, I opened up a box of pockies, and um, you were just flitting around the room, just waving your wrists around, and you get, and you just said Pocky Slay, and we laughed because that's the dumbest sequence of words. This is our third podcast <laughs> recording of the day, and I said, and I do believe this is coming true. I was like, by the time we're done talk, talking so much today, it will not be words. It will, it will be merely be sounds and like gay slang from three years ago. Sure. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. Um, okay, so you expect, you hope, for good times. I hope for good times. And I, I, hope for I good feel times that too. if our guests were present tonight, the good times would a- a- definitely happen. Yeah. And him not being there, I'm like concerned. You know what? This is what I have to remember. I might not see, I, I will see you relatively soon. Within but the, you won't within see the next me. Week, but I won't see you and Joel. And I, and of Dave. course, could famously die at any time. You could famously Anyone die could. at any time. I just, just to have the, this group of people in the same place is rare and we should celebrate that. I think that you should, I think that you're speaking my language. And among these people that I love and cherish so much, whether or not he shows up to the party tonight, right. and it sounds like he's not, but it's our guest and I really do love him I so love much. Him. And also hosts a monthly show. It's called The Cure. The Cure. You can see it at UCB Franklin. However, sometimes they do a little special one. They just celebrated their one-year anniversary mm. of the show at Dynasty Typewriter. Ooh. This episode will come out after that, unfortunately. Um, this guest is a staple. A staple. Mm. An entertainment staple. Entertainment staple. Yeah. And he's one of the stars of Bonding, which comes out on Netflix on April 24th, which is literally today. Is today Wednesday, April 24th? Wow, it's today, Mama. Please welcome into your ears, Brendan, Brendan Scannell. Wow, hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Listen, did I shame you into coming? Um, it, it, I think the drama of like, will I come or will I won't come is so, it's part of it. You know, yeah. it's like part of the appeal oh. of the party is like, I'm not going to go. I'll, I'll go. And then there's like the excitement of like, I came. The question's uh-huh. hanging in the air. Right. And there's, you know there's what like, Are they going to come? Yeah. yeah. Is who going to come? 
Just they. Just they. they. Are right? they going to come? And the thing is, like, you know what will happen now if you if and when you do show up. Everyone Screaming. will cheer. Yeah. Right. You create, like, a little bit of a question, and then when you show mm. up, everyone's like, I didn't know you were coming. Mm. You're going to mythologize yourself. Right. And yes. iconicize yourself. And the reason I the reason I was so ultra excited about you coming tonight is because, you know, Joel is texting us right now, Joel Kim Booster. He's texting us about the dress code for the event. Right. And he goes, usually the only one that turns a full look is Brendan. Uh, well, I really respect this party. It's my favorite one mm-hmm. uh, of the type that it's yes. in. Yeah. And um, um, it's in part run by um, this fabulous Queen Jamie Jones, and mm-hmm. they always turn just something so fantastic. So I love walking into this space and being like, I am trying to pay homage to you. Yeah. Um, and I oh. think the theme is blue tonight. The theme we is just blue. got word the theme is slutty and blue. Right. I didn't really have anything. Um, but I have a costume rack at my house. So. Right. Of course. Uh, well, some people just have the access. Like, like any. Um, what? Oh. He wants you up on the mic. Hit the mic. mic. Sorry. Hit the associate. mic. God, this- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still new to podcasting. I find uh, the whole thing to be very anxiety-inducing. Oh, Why? Don't even. Because you really go on the record for so sure. much and like hours and hours of material. And you yeah. kind of feel like, what if I accidentally say something that way down the line really messes with my life? Well, how oh, do you, well, how do you think we that. feel? Well, right. I mean, you have like 3,000 <laughs> hours, hours yes. of – and when you try to do something one time – somebody's going to go through every single one of those yep. yeah. and be like, in 2013, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that happened. I, 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 another thing that happens too is like when you do podcasts and people, when you do a podcast and people know you from it, you then get asked to do other podcasts. Mm. And oh, sometimes sure. it's not always, your flavor is not always <laughs> the flavor. It's actually Real Culture number 18. Sometimes your, your flavor, flavor is, is not, not always the flavor. flavor. Okay. Oh, you please join <laughs> in. <laughs> Try to. No, yes. You got it. Um, so yeah, and then it just becomes fractals and fractals of audio. And fractals. Was it a word before Frozen? Do y'all get recognized Absolutely. a lot? Um, uh, yeah, two or three times a week. A couple times like a week. Like when I'm with Joel mm-hmm. in queer spaces, like yeah, he's so famous. Uh-huh. It's like fantastic. Um, it's fun. Do you experience that as well? I, uh, you know, I feel like. Sorry, I really turned the table. No, no. I actually have the that's same. That's my podcasting. I, I, we, I, we fully have the same, have the same question for you because I feel that you are like this, like emerging sort of icon. She's trying. She's, She's trying. trying and succeeding. <laughs> I get, I get people really nicely being like, "Oh, I, you know." You're great. Like, love the pod stuff. You know what I mean? It's mostly love the pod. Like, love the pod. And then I'm like, thank you. And then the thing is, like, whenever anyone comes up and says love the pod, I'm like, oh, they know every fucking detail of my life because I have, like you said, said it all. Said it all. And that makes me feel like. Like about your relationships and your boyfriends and your sex Mm -hmm. life and your, what you do for fun. I mean. They, They know it down. If they really listen to the podcast like they say, like you can find out every detail. I find that to be so terrifying. It's It's crazy. It's like my biggest kind of that I do stand up and it's like now that I'm doing it in larger platforms, it's like very scared to be known I suppose. It's really nice to be like an unknown entity and you're like everyone's cheering for me but then the minute you do something people are like, also you suck. Oh (laughs) god. No. Well the thing is like, I will say this. It's gotten to a certain point where 
like, and that this is, I realized, like, I host this other podcast called What the Talk. You guys have been. I was a guest on it, but you were not the host. Yeah, I was not the host at the time. Uh, I now am. People are intense about Drag Race. They're really vicious. People have feelings. Monsters. They're really vicious. And, like, it's, it's interesting, like, when somebody makes a comment about you as a person. Mm. Because I'm not on here playing a part. You right. know, it's not like you're doing a sketch comedy show and everyone's like, I didn't think that was that funny. Like, you're it's not like, funny. You talk too much and your voice has a weird nasal sound. Exactly. And you're like, everything what? you just said makes me feel empty and seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And very seen. It's like, well, there's oh. nothing to take cover behind. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's you just got to me. Mm-hmm. And the, if you were curious about whether or not those things you thought about you were weird. They'll confirm them. <laughs> um, here's here's the thing that I'm coming up against. And I can't tell if it's a good or a bad thing. But a couple of guys that I've dated mm-hmm. have been like, it's in, they've pointed out independently. They've been like, because they, they don't know each other. But they're like, we, um, wait, no, I. Find, <laughs> we have met. We have met. <laughs> no, they're like, I've like, they're like, I've noticed this disparity between like things that I know about you. I know so much about you because I've listened to the podcast. I happen to have listened to the podcast. Yeah. And sometimes, like for one guy, he, start, he didn't start listening until after we hooked up. Yeah. And then and then another guy, had we hooked up because he was a fan and I kind of felt oh, yeah. whatever about that. But then, but then they, both of them point out that, that there's this disparity between things that they know about me and that I have to like learn about them or there's just this thing where it's like they have such a leg up quote unquote mm. and I'm and I'm like well I don't mind because I mean on the one hand it's like I don't have a con- I don't have control over what I choose to reveal or share with someone yeah but then on the other it's like well at least I don't have to think about doing the work anyway and it's like they are talking to me because they are interested in some capacity yeah so I don't know it's it's weird it's weird um but I feel like it's neither here nor there because I don't know we're still just like we're still just like shitty human beings yeah we're mm-hmm. shitty human beings I guess that's what scares me mm. like people that are like listen to the pod see ya like you know what I mean it's like okay so now I know I'm like gonna be completely undateable oh uh, no are you no. dating a lot me yeah. I had a boyfriend last year mm-hmm. oh, okay. um who was great but we're no longer together right of uh-huh. course uh-huh. um but um we met when I was in New York actually oh. I did um I shot this show called Bonding and that was oh, the first yes. time I yes. did last I did I don't think so I don't yes. think so yes. House. yes um and uh, writer Doyle with writer, with yes, writer. written and directed by. And um, I, I met him when I was shooting there. I love. I feel like in New York, I like meet guys. There's so many more guys who do so many different types of things. Sure. Like I really, and also, do you have like out of town energy? Yeah. When you're like in town yeah. and you're just there for a moment, yep. you can create this like allure. Yeah. So mystique. Yeah. Yes. Basically, yes. we had like this whirlwind like love affair while yeah. I was there for this month. And then we, um, you know, it kept extending it. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like out of town energy is fun. I right. Know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Because so like, you can like wear your good clothes. No stakes. Yeah. No right. stakes. No stakes. Yeah. Think, well, that, my thing was I thought I was going to be here for like a month and a half. You ruined everything. Out, so you out, burned through all your content. Finds out I'm going to be here for five, and it's like, whoops. Aye. Is that the longest you will have been in LA? Yeah. yeah. So now I'm thinking of, now I'm thinking about whether or not I'll stay. And you famously 
did, I don't think so, honey, about New Yorkers talking about how they don't like L.A. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I remember it distinctly, and I don't remember every single one because I was like, yeah, that is annoying. And also, like, there's nothing wrong with L.A. It's just an adjustment. And I do like it here. I think the yeah. biggest thing is, like, so many people, they'll come visit, and they'll be like, I just don't know. Like, I just don't know if I'm ready to move here. And it's like, we don't care. Yeah, we don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you I care about, but, like, people you uh, run into it like parties or bars you yeah, end up talking yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, As a stock conversation, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like, are we really out of things to I talk know, about? I know, I know. And yet here we are talking about it. Well, that's because way. it's a, a thing in I'm my kidding. life presently. I'm actually thinking about doing a swap. A swap. I keep telling all my, I do this really? thing where I tell people I'm doing things with the hope that then I will do them. Mm-hmm. So I've been um, telling people that I'm going to move to New York. So eventually. Wait, with the end game of you being in New York? Yeah, I think so. Wait, but you hate it. No, no you don't, he you doesn't don't hate, hate it. it. You he doesn't want to hear talking about yeah, yeah, LA. I, I really like change. Like I like. Yes. Um, I'm cool. I'm eccentric. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid of change. You're unlike so many other people. Um, yeah. But <laughs> adventurous. Um, I don't know. I feel like the, probably the same fatigue people feel in any city they're in. And yeah. um, when I really liked it when I was shooting there, and mm-hmm. I've never spent more than like five weeks there. So that oh. that, that to me confounds me because I feel like you are in New York. Energy. Okay, and let's explain. How do you how do you respond it. to me saying that? Oh, um, I I don't know. I went to school in Chicago, which know, is like yeah. little New York, and mm-hmm. um, little New York, but also has like a way different energy of because people are nice. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> yeah. it's nicer, cleaner, and cheaper until it's not. Mm. Yeah. When is it? And when is it not? Yeah. Chicago. Why are you I trying to bait me? I'm not. I'm not. I see you, bitch. You're not that smart. You walked right into that. Yeah, no, but I didn't. Long Island. He tried to Long push Island. me into it. Oh, my God. Um, you? You're from Colorado, right? Colorado. Good memory. Wait, and you are from? Indiana. 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 See, we actually have tons of mooches. Really? Mm-hmm. From Indiana? No, from like Northwestern. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I didn't yes. know that you were friends with Nicole Silverberg from I college. I love Nicole. Yeah, I yeah. did improv with her for four years. Wow. Puma Mama was our team name. What Shout was it? Out. Puma Mama. Puma Mama. Puma Mama. Was it Titanic Players? Titanic Players, wow. yeah. They were wow. They were like the ones to be. Mm-hmm. Were you like an uh, improv boy? I was an improv boy, yeah. yeah. I was actually very um, like bro-y in college. I never had guy friends um, like all growing up. Basically, all through high school, I had, like, a harem of, like, 13 nerdy girls Uh in me. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, Hannah, Laura, Laurel, Arpita. Oh, my God. Sonia. These fucking nerds. um, And they were all great. And, like, basic – I just had a dream about Hannah recently. Um, I'm thinking of you, girl. And um, (laughs) and so I didn't really have girlfriend – or didn't have uh, guy friends. And then I got to college and found all these kind of, like – Broy comedy guys who like yep. you know didn't care that I was gay and um, obviously but you know from the area I'm from you kind of never know with guys and um, uh, so I became like a, a like a beer pong champion basically we had the same experience pretty much yeah like well, I I didn't put you I feel like you put on your mask on well I put I, I I had a mask drag on fully and then we both were in college in sketch groups that were predominantly straight men. Mm-hmm. And there is that thing of like, 
you do like you're gay and they don't care that you're gay and they they accept you but you're also not being fully completely yourself when you're in those situations in those, typically yeah. you're like also writing to a voice that isn't necessarily yours unless 100%. you're like a transcendent like self-assured um writer comedian which yeah. I don't I wasn't really mm-hmm. um and uh but I I still I love those boys still yeah mm-hmm. I mean yeah the, I I always like love hanging out with them again but it is funny like I look at my work from that time and I'll be like this doesn't feel like me I wasn't writing for myself at all like the videos that are online and YouTube I'm like oh my god I wish this could come down like, you know you can bring it down I know but the thing all is all it takes is an email it's not like that person's like no I like having that up yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it that's stopping me from taking like my bro your sketch your old work down I don't know no. just it literally it's what Brendan collective view ca- you don't want to lose the views honestly oh, yeah what if I was really worried yeah, about the views it's, it's really in your bio that you're collecting on like chess views. club comedies What my, my sketch group is called chess club comedy what are can God. you talk about can you specifically name some chess club sketches that you would like yeah, to yeah icebreakers remember icebreakers I I, yep, I remember Icebreakers. I had this sketch called, you were in Icebreakers. I was in the sequel to Icebreakers. Oh my God, because there was a sequel. Yeah. Wow. I did a web series <laughs> called Icebreakers about a college NYU RA. NYU sounds so fun. Yeah. You know, I almost went there. NYU? I almost went to Tisch. What stopped you? Tisch School of the Arts. Yeah, what stopped you? I was afraid of the city. My mom and I visited and she was like, why would you ever want to live here? And I was like, real. I get it. I get that though. I get that. It is. What year would you have graduated? 2013. Oh, so oh. we would have all went together. We were you 2013? We were 2012. 2012. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just a little bit older. Your eyes <laughs> lit up, bitch. You love that we were older than you. I think I might be older. Than, I'm, I went to three years of preschool because I was quite oh. dumb. <laughs> three so, years of preschool? What was holding you back? I don't know. You couldn't color? I, I think my mom was just like, give him one more. You know, <laughs> Give him one more. Have you guys read um, that Malcolm Gladwell book, Outliers? Yes. God, sorry to be exhausted. No, please. But there's this one <laughs> anecdote in it about like hockey players yeah, 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 who yeah, like yeah. are better at hockey if they are born Start, in January yes, through March because right. like the cutoff, they're bigger. Yeah. And so most hockey players in the NHL are, are born in those right. first three months. They're Pisces. <laughs> Most hockey players in the NHL are our Pisces. I think yeah. my mom was like trying to like give me some sort of advantage. So sure, yeah. Wow. She so she was glad I'm nine, about, 1990. You're 1990. Same. Wait, what month of 90? June. Oh yeah. Oh, so, so you are older actually than me. older than I'm the oldest here. Wow. wow. I'm the eldest sister. <laughs> what shall we do, sister? I'm I'm the Joe. <laughs> the oh, women. You know, I just yes. heard Hocus Pocus two is happening. Wait, is okay, it? Okay, they oh, keep saying it's, it's happening, happening, but it is. Every year. I can't give you any more, more information because I was given uh, the down low information, but. Oh. oh, you were given the down low information. Wow. That's all I'll say. Just be prepared. With, oh. is it ha- okay, here's I a question. I won't answer any more questions. Yes, you won't. Well, I'll ask one question, and then if you feel like answering it, you go won't on. do it. Is it happening with women? It's not going to happen with men. <laughs> three male wi- <laughs> three gay yes, men witches. Here, here, here's who it's going to be. It's going to be Sylvester it's us, Stallone. It's us. We can reveal. <laughs> it's Sylvester Stallone as Winnie. <laughs> I have a couple gays in my life who are like, also, I'm a witch. And I'm like, yeah. no, you're not. Or are you just like <laughs> trying to be interesting? <laughs> God. Just kidding. We love them. I think it's maybe like an L.A. thing. There's very like um, there's witchery in the air. Oh, there's a lot of male witches in New York, too. Uh, and just gen- genuine witches in New York. Like, I think I believe not to not to work in the binary, but I believe the male witches are called druids, and hmm. so you should call you they, these little gay boys should be calling themselves druids. druids. Well, maybe they don't <laughs> identify as male. 
Yeah. You're so right. You kind of never know. And I, and I think th- this know. is the soundbite that will take me down. This and is me as well. And <laughs> well, no, they can't do that to you because you are iconically on the red carpet in full gowns. Oh, yes. Uh, that's past. what I was, and and I was like, I was fully obsessed with that. Was that like the Heather's press moment? Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like trying to live in that kind of I don't know fantasy like that fun space confidence I was feeling in like my body and, right, and right, what right. I was wearing and I think that like in terms of most of the clothes I wear are um you know tailored to women um yeah. mm-hmm. but um I, I think I had never really had somebody like pull clothing for me that made me feel like femme and beautiful and mm. in that way and you know so many times when you're like walking through a store and you're in the women's section somebody's giving you eyes like actually it's over there yeah and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. fuck you like um, no one yeah so it's like but i'm getting better at like walking into a store and being like you know i'm trying the gown on and it's for me yeah i did that in tokyo and a woman uh-huh. was like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they just had an iconic fun. iconic tokyo trip i know it was I, fun i got really sick though and i lost five pounds what okay so it was ultimately fine <laughs> it was fun i came back my roommate leisha was like you look sick oh <laughs> wait you're like thank you well you got sick like just like right in the middle of it probably. yeah i got yeah. really sick in the middle of it damn well there's always soul We'll always have soul. We'll always always have soul. So you were playing, you, so you were in Heather's, Mm -hmm. the TV Mm -hmm. reboot. Yes. Is there any way people can watch it? Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. um, By one writer. Uh, (laughs) And you you can watch it on um, iTunes or on um, ParamountNetwork.com. The whole thing? Yeah. If you have cable, you can just like sign in with your little login and, um, in America, you can watch the first nine episodes, um, and then if you're in overseas, which I imagine you have fans, you can watch typically the whole thing. So you there can't you see the whole thing in America? Yeah, there's like um, some school shooting-related material it in it, yeah. and um, so it, it was uh, kind of pulled from the air iconically three different times uh, in, yeah, three in six different months. Times. I know, it's kind of like... Um, I mean, I've been through a lot of therapy since then. I yeah. feel really good about it. But right, in the yeah. moment, I was like, um, fool me once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. So it was li- – I, I mean, I remember it was like such a big deal when it got announced. Like, And I would imagine that they they really – I mean, it had to be so frustrating. Like, I know that's like really sim- it's simple just to boil so it down to. Com- but like, it's complicated. Yeah, I think for I me, like I, I never like m- – m- associate I was almost naive to it because like my character Heather Duke in it is like basically on like her own journey and like just trying to take down these other take down Heather Chandler so Mm -hmm. all of our scenes are very like you know um funny and farcical um and meanwhile there's like this whole other JD subplot that I was only vaguely aware of because table reads I was only focused on my own laughs. Of course, of course. <laughs> but um, I I think that like looking back on it, it was like it was so fun to shoot and yeah. um, like Leslie great. Headland directed a bunch of it, oh, a, Russian a Russian doll, Russian doll fame, and um, yeah, I, I kind of think it's great. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, you kind of have to now. You have to be like a little. Um, you know, squirrel gay and go find it. Yeah. Cause it was not wide released. But sure. it is out there, which it's I out there. Which yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Which like, and I swear to God, this, I don't mean for this to sound like 
however it can be misinterpreted, but I feel like I, it kind of gives it this like niche culty cult following equality where it's like, well go find it. Cause like how, like, cause now with just unfettered access to anything you fucking want, there's some intrigue to like, Seeking it out, yeah. With it's kind of like Brendan Scannell coming to a party, right? right? It's like oh now there's a the mythology God. about it, and you have to yeah. go find it, and you'll be cheering when you watch it. A kind of funny thing happened to me. On I was uh, walking down Larchmont in um, L.A., and a guy behind me just yelled. Like I walked by, and he goes, "Hey, hey, aren't you the actor from that show with all the problems?" <gasps> That's amazing. And I was like, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, I was. Oh my um, god! Oh, oh, okay, you're gonna all that, the problems. All the problems. That's, I mean, honestly, it's that's that going was in so the, fucked up. It's fucked up. That's yeah. that, but that story is going kind in the book. of awesome. It's, it's awesome. going in the book, and that's that's. I will say, going the most a lot of times, like if I'm in like a gay bar or in like a space with a lot of gay people or queer people, um, someone will come up to me and be like. I loved Heather's mm-hmm. and, um, or I was in my gym and this guy goes, were you in Heather's? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, fuck the haters. I oh. loved it. And I was like, that's the what I needed. Really I, the problem. <laughs> do you ever feel like you, I, well, I did this, I, I kind of did it and then, um, it kind of came out and I felt like nobody saw it. And, but yeah. it's like the people who did see it, saw it in secret, so, mm. which, is and I do really appreciate everyone who comes up to me. It's really nice to hear. There yeah. You go. Yeah. There you go. So, there was you guys. You were also on lip sync battle, oh, which I lost. Wait, I lost. you lost Wait, that? Again? I, lost, I lost a Melanie Field who plays Heather uh-huh, Chandler. Uh-huh. They flew in a plus size body body positive dance group <gasps> from Atlanta, um, who truly destroyed my um, very you know basic take on Mamma Mia. <laughs> Like I was like, it's Mamma Mia. Um, I'm wearing a wedding dress. Tear the yes. wedding dress, and to reveal another wedding dress, reveal tear that one away to reveal high waisted pants and a cropped up that says "bride." Was I, there's that no all way your creation? Leave. It basically came to me in a dream. My friend, <laughs> so Jared and I were Jared Frieder and I were sitting in my. I found out I was doing it on a Thursday mm-hmm. or on a Wednesday, and then on Thursday I had a call basically to pitch my ideas. Um, and I, we, Jared and I, like walked around my house just like <laughs> pitching things. <laughs> like he was like, "You should do telephone" because that's my favorite Lady Gaga yes, song. Yeah, um, and uh, and then it was like, "I have to do Mamma Mia. It has to be my wedding, and I have to have this moment where I'm tearing away these wedding dresses." And then I pitched that to them, and they were like, "We love it. We're gonna go out to Liza Minnelli to marry you." And I was like, "What?" Oh. And they called her people, and um, but of course she didn't. Do I don't, it. Yeah, I, I don't think she's taking gigs right now. I don't now. think she's standing. Yeah, no. I think she's horizontal somewhere, and that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Have you seen that video of her outside Craig's where somebody, no. the TMZ guy is like, "Liza, Liza, I hear I hear you've lost your voice," and she's like, "Says who?" And he's like, "Well, you know, people are saying you might not be singing anymore. Can you give us a little something to prove them wrong?" And she's like. Awesome. Dale, <laughs> me say Dale. Daylight come uh, and we wanna go home. And the, and the headline on TMZ was: Watch li- video. Watch Liza prove that she can still sing. Oh <laughs> it's my like my God. favorite video. And then she goes, she goes. He's like, thank you, Liza. He's like, clearly they know each other. Sometimes these photographers uh-huh. know fame, the people they and got a relationship, right? And he goes, thank you so much, Liza. Like, have a great night. And she's like, thank you. Thank you for caring. Oh, <laughs> thank you for caring. Thank you for caring. Thank you for caring. Oh, that's so like Liza. from her heart. Yeah, that's from her core. She's like my one. Like she's she is. Like, she's my one. Yeah. Um, 
She, I mean, she's incredible. Her birthday was recently. Yeah. Um, she's truly, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, and what is your, how do you square, how do you sit with like the, the, the way that her image has like, be, what her image has become now where it's like, sometimes yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. she's a punchline and it's like, well, she deserves better than that in my opinion. It's like, well, are we just bad gay people to like totally like point and laugh at like emperors? Emperor with no clothes it's a thing on. we do with people iconic women as they age yeah right I don't know maybe I don't hear those things or maybe people know I love her so much uh-huh. they don't punchline her to me because oh. all I hear is just like she's the best she's amazing yes. she gets it um, she gets it she also might really not get it in a way that gets it mm-hmm. um, that's what it is okay see yeah cause like it's her whole her whole fucking HSN thing it's like yeah. Liza, Wait, what was that? The oh, she, she, the home shop. She was like oh, selling things sure, on the home shopping yes. network, and then she's taking calls. People are like, "Well, Liza." Like some woman was like, "Liza, I love you so much. Um, I love you. <laughs> You're and you've really been my mentor through all the years." And then Liza just goes, "Oh, thank you so much, darling. You're my mentor too. <laughs> <laughs> You're my mentor too. You're my mentor too." She's got this interview on um, David Letterman where he's like, I don't even know if she's promoting anything, but he, he just clearly loved her. And he's just like, so uh, you just had a birthday, right? And she's like, yes, I had my birthday. And he's like, and he's like, did you have a party? She's like, I did. I had a, a party in New York. My friends in London threw me a party and I had a party in Paris. I had parties all over the world. <laughs> and that's like how I want my birthday to be when yes. I'm of a- that age. Yes. Just be like, I had a party in Paris and a party in London a party in New York (laughs) parties all over the world international parties oh my god (laughs) unbelievable all of it is a little aspirin not all of it but it's like that that is how like as a queer person you want to age it's just to still be also like like sumptuous yeah Mm -hmm. and also she can do anything and you have to fucking just understand like that woman is a survivor (laughs) like her mother was Judy Garland Mm. who was the most beleaguered like entertainment like probably the most figure yeah. of all time, yeah. Yeah. like, and then maybe the most famous person of all time, of all time. right? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, and she, for her to like, that was her mother. That was who she like was patterned after. And then for that same industry to eat her, yeah. and then chew her, her up sister. and spit her out, and let, mm-hmm. and she still kind of like, you know, was there at the end of all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And she's still out there talking to fucking TMZ. Talking well, it's like that old like you know, women torch <laughs> song, um, like. I'm still here. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm yeah. back. And uh, I just like eat that shit up. Oh, it's yeah. like, um, it's why like, um, I'm going to say something controversial. Go. Um, like Hamilton's not for me. Right. Because, um, because there's not enough w- women yeah. of a certain age mm-hmm. singing about how time has passed them by. Yep. Like I'm, I that's that what well. I'm looking for in yeah. every musical is just like, yes, well, here I go again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, um, and it kind of doesn't have any of that. It's like a lot. No. Um, I don't know why I'm attacking. A well, for no, me, no, no. For, well, no, for me, the number one best, far and away best moment of the whole show is Burn. Like yeah. the, the Oh my God. When she's like, and also that's so well written and it's such like a, I just love a ballad like that. Like I need that. That scorned mm-hmm. like woman being like, fuck you. But also I am heartbroken and devastated and I'm dealing with my rage right now in this moment in real time. Just like that last line. I hope that you burn like that to me yeah. was like, I wish this was more of this show. Mm, like I yeah. really was so interested in like 
what all the I do is watch the women through. in the show. Me too. Especially because they're like, you know, they have this kind of like feminist undertones of like, and I'm going to talk to Thomas Jefferson and mm-hmm. say he should add women to it. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, seven more songs of the about, three of you, please. Yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. And also, What's Uptown like? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about Uptown. How do you feel about it? Also, the the other two songs I love are obviously Satisfied. Helpless and Dissatisfied because yes. you see both sides of it. I just thought that was genius. It's also Helpless. staged. Did you see it? Um, I've seen it twice, yeah. Yep. yeah. So not for you, but you've seen it twice. That's... Right. Well, I love musicals. Yes. Well, but you can still be critical of something that you've seen. Absolutely. And I, well, I've seen it once and I just couldn't believe the staging. I'm satisfied. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and, I but, loved it. but it's true. It really came alive for me in the moments when the women were the focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In a big way. Okay. Well, we're talking about culture. I think we, I think we asked Brendan the question. I mean, he may have answered it, he but, have I, answered but if he has another answer, I would, da- yes. I'd love to hear it. Um, we ask, what is the culture that made you say culture was for you? The pop culture. Um, that made you become who you are and you can trace it back and you're like, ah, that's, that's where I come from. Um, uh, I feel like for me, um, I, I grew up in, in Chicago and then we moved to Indiana when I was like six. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, the most important child culture of my childhood was Michael Jordan's Bulls. Wow. Um, and because of that, um, Dennis Rodman was really important yeah. to me uh-huh. um, with like his hair and wearing the wedding dress. Yes. Hello. Still working through that in my work. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And because uh, it was like I had a Bulls themed birthday parties for the first like three oh years, uh, like four, five and six wow. of my life. And yeah was just like obsessed with basketball and like yeah, the basketball. theatricality of it. I think it's like our best sport mm-hmm. um, yeah. in mm-hmm. terms of like fashion and just – And narratives? Narratives are so good and like mm-hmm. where the players come from and like um, – yeah. So um, Basketball Wives will be my next credit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> come um, on. Like every time I have a meeting with like my agents or managers and we go through like the laundry list at the very end, they're like, anything else? And I'm like, I would love to do something with basketball. <laughs> and they're like, uh uh-huh, okay, next. <laughs> so you're still a f- basketball fan? Yeah, I still watch a lot of basketball. Oh, really? Yeah. Brendan, I think this is absolutely something you should do. I know. I'm something something you. basketball. Basketball. Right? Do, do you ball? Basketball. Do you yourself ball? Absolutely not. <laughs> Did I you mean, ever? I did, but I never really played. If like, you started, I can see you being like an unbelievable point guard. Um, oh yeah! I mean, you're telling me if you started a queer basketball league, that would be the hugest fucking deal. <laughs> and I'll, pe- play. I'll play. I'll be play. the power forward. Not 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 that for any public. Yeah, not for any like image or optics or whatever reason. It's just like like the c- women's comedy ba- basketball league out here, <laughs> sure. but for queers. But for yes. queers, I'm sure there. I mean, there are like sports queers. Yeah, like um, vol- It's but it's like the volleyball. Who are the sports queers that you know? Well, the only sports queer that I talk to very secretively about basketball is Sam Greisman. Oh, um, he's a sports queer? He's a big basketball fan. Wow. Like, um, I think the two of us just like want somebody to dunk on us. Um, <laughs> right. And um, But that's how like we connect. We're just like, oh, did you watch – LeBron. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Why, there, there shouldn't be a whisper network around queer, sports I think it's like, queers. Right. I mean, I think it's because everyone's talking about Drag Race, which yeah. I also love. And then we kind of pull each other aside and we're like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for, for us, I, I think it has to do with the fact that you being from, you know, Chicago, Chicago yeah. and from Indiana, which is like such a like basketball Indiana, right. uh, state. Yeah. And also the Bulls were like, 
the bowls. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I'm from Long Island. And so for us, I don't know about for you, but yeah. our sport that the world revolved around was baseball because of the Yankees. And Yankees. The right. It was, Ugh, huge. I hate I baseball. Mean, yeah. And I, I really don't care for basketball, yeah. but um, I think it's because I, I genuinely feel like who really cared about the Knicks at that time. I think a lot of people, but the bulls, that was like a thing. Cause Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. And it was space jam, like peak life for space you. Space jam is insane. It's like all of culture watched it all nonstop. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, identified as Babs from a very young <laughs> oh, age. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like um, also that sports culture type thing is like such a way to like talk to your dad mm-hmm. when you're like not necessarily uh-huh. connecting on a lot of other ways. For sure, sure. Like my dad and I now um, mostly connect through like television shows. Mm-hmm. Like he like texts me shows that he's watching that he really likes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and um, I don't know. That was like our r- language. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that is like – I can I can that is that. something. Yeah, that I is. mean, ba- my dad was a varsity sports coach. Like he was like football, baseball. He never made me play football, but football's food, dangerous. Football, and I think I subconscious he subconsciously always has known that because he never, and I mean never, pushed you in that direction. pushed me to yeah. play football. Like we, he would take me out in the yard and like we'd throw the baseball around and I would hit like off the tee and like I got into baseball and was genuinely into it for many many years, but. I recently asked him, I was like, why did you never um, throw the football around with me? And he was like, well, you never showed an interest. And I'm like, <laughs> I never showed a natural interest in baseball either. You just showed it to me. And I think I sort of got him to admit, because he kind of said, he was like, well, I don't think that anyone under the age of 10 should be playing it at all. And I was like, because it's dangerous. Yeah. And he was like, and of course, there's all like the stuff with like, you know, the CT, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, people's brains are fucking melting in yeah. their skulls. Um, but I was like, because it was dangerous to him. And he was like, I mean, to also, be with you, you I s- guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, so you showed no interest yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, or yeah. Like, yeah I uh, mean, uh, I was I, always really small, like even mm-hmm. um, just like minute little person. Yeah. So there was, I could never like play sports, but I could appreciate them. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. 
Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Got it. Right. Um, I'm pretty good at volleyball, actually. Like, I... Oh, yeah. um, <clears throat> with um, my now ex, who I was dating last year, we, like, went to the British Virgin Islands last year with a bunch of his friends on, like, this trip they had been planning that I kind of hopped onto. Um, and we were, like, on an island playing beach volleyball, and I, like, schooled a bunch of strangers. <gasps> and they started calling wow. me the ringer. Oh, the ringer! Were they straight, these, the these people? Straight people, yeah. <gasps> oh, so you, oh, that's a fantasy narrative. Mm -hmm. right yeah, honestly, that porn is called The Ringer. The I was Ringer. also like very drunk off of like, um, they're called painkillers. <laughs> what but is that's that? Like, it's a cocktail in like the Virgin Islands. What for was you. in it? Like uh, all rum, like all of oh, the rum. It's always uh, rum. It's like rum, and then you feel horrible forever. Wow. Honestly, like remember when rum was like something you opted to drink all the time? Yeah. Did you drink Captain Morgan in high school? Always. Ugh. What it was, was it? That? It was the Bush year drink. It was little Jenna Bush drinking Captain Morgan, and so that then people. Would <laughs> she that did was it. why I did it. I saw Jenna Bush doing it. <laughs> right. Or Malibu. Yeah, that drank Cap a lot of Malibu. Malibu, Malibu was like soda. 
Like it was oh, so God. much sugar. Ugh. And I remember just drinking like Malibu and Coke and it was just so, so, so sweet. But like I remember before Sweet Sixteens, we would um, – uh, pre-game with Captain and Coke, Ugh. like Captain Morgan and Coke, and it was just like God. taking them to the face so that we were nice and toasty for these Sweet Sixteens Ugh. to Ooh. roll around on a dirty dance floor. Mm. I used to get drunk yourself. in my parents, or not my parents, my friend's basement because she had like parents who were very laissez-faire. Yeah. And um, uh, one time, one time they like had to tie me to a a pole with duct tape basically so that I wouldn't go up and like talk to their parents. Wow. What? Cause I was really into, like, I love moms. And so I, and her mom, <laughs> uh, Carol is like, uh, sort of an icon. So yeah. I was always just trying to be like, what's Carol up to? And they're yeah. like, Brendan, you can't go upstairs. And they duct taped me to a pole in an unfinished basement. They withheld you from moms. From moms. Yeah. <sighs> That's psychotic. That's the queerest thing. But that is how it's drunk you thing. would get. <laughs> right. That is how drunk you would get. Like, I remember my friend Nick, we were drinking at my house one time on New Year's Eve, and my friend Nick got so drunk, and he was like the kid that always talked to the parents. <laughs> and he went in there and was no. fully had a full conversation with my parents, and I could see he was visibly drunk. Yeah. And, and your parents like, were like, we know you're wasted. They, <laughs> they fully knew. Like, looking back, I was like, unless my parents are fucking idiots, <laughs> they they knew. But I remember, like, him coming back, and they didn't say anything to me, and I was like, Phew, in the clear right like Ooh. but getting that drunk and then you mentioned that you became a beer punk person in college Ugh, yes that was my whole high school experience gross Flip i was great too. though yeah mm. now it's like i really don't really play those games well of course yeah. but well, it's like i was yeah. gonna ask like like in what environment would you have to like resurface those skills again I guess like you could break it out at like a pregame party here at like yeah, a house yeah well the house you're probably going to tonight they occasionally play they occasionally really? play beer pong um flip cup flip, okay flip see cause cup. flip cup is the queer version of that right uh, it's like it's like our game yeah I just don't really drink beer anymore yeah I, yeah is that because it of the belly, like I, I don't want my belly to the to, caloric. To, like I don't, content. I don't want to. Like I feel like now I'm becoming conscious of the calories in beer and like that it kind of makes you puffy in the it's bread. Yeah, it's all bread. Just it's, not my thing. Just not your thing. I fucking love craft beer. See, I, I, I feel like it. I got so exhausted. Chicago's such a beer city, mm, and like true. it. I think I anticipated. I'm like I would turn 21 and get really into like IPAs and stuff, and now it's like, mm. ooh. Sorry, just so so much flavor, too much flavor yeah. for oh, me. I, IPAs, I I got was really into in the beginning too, and I would have them on dates because they got me drunk, and then I would like make moves. But mm. now that I'm a little bit older and my tolerance isn't like super low, I'll drink an IPA and just feel exhausted. They are so hot. Yeah. There's so much alcohol in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I need like a tired. diet coke. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you guys go on a lot of dates? Uh, um. Are you dating? I, he sort of, sort of, but it's like it's not. It's in a weird place where it's like things are sunsetting, and there have been false starts and stops, and like I think all my prospects are like. So you're gonna yeah. get new prospects. New yeah, prospects. It, I'm just got on Hinge for the first time. You were talking about Hinge. So Hinge used to be, you know, like a kind you of regular old. I'm a Hinge right. rep. I'm on Hinge <laughs> right now, and um, I'm loving it. I'm telling. Mm-hmm. I I tried Chappie, not my bag. Chappie, um, yeah. Tinder, Tinder's no. Tinder's a, a 
like a deathly crawl space. Yeah. And um, Hinge is where it's at. Yeah. Okay, now explain. What's the great about him? Talk it's about him. Fun. You like you create this profile that like isn't swipeable. It's like you Questions. people immediately see like two or three of your photos and like a couple you they have prompts and you just answer them. Yes. And I find like I I find it way more easy to like see a potential person and be like Oh, like this person seems cool, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is like so much of swiping just feels like I got the match and now I never want to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know, there's like a certain like game of it yeah, yeah, yeah. in your brain. And um, so I'm I'm liking this new take. Yeah. Okay. I like a gamified dating app. I I'm dating, but I, I'm liking kind of not using the apps to date. Like I'll I'll especially now that I'm in a new city, I'm You're meeting, also new, right? I'm new so you're meeting like, new people. And so it's easy to kind of like well, this is something I'm finding recently is like you meet someone and it's like you decide in the first like hour whether you're friends or whether it's like a romantic prospect. Mm. And so interestingly enough, like Joel has talked to me about that yes. too. I kind of disagree with that theory. Yeah, me too. You think that things can grow into something else organically? I find that I kind like of love like friends into boyfriends. I really love that too. Cause then I'm like, I know you and like you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Honestly, when Harry met I, Sally. But I feel like, I don't know, I came out here and Joel was like, this will be your group of friends. And I was like, great. And then like oh, that means you can't fuck any of us. Well, right. <laughs> and, and then who's rule is that? Yours. I it's in my own brain. You're yeah. right. I could fuck each and every person in the group. Yep. And I will. Tonight. <laughs> no. But um, it's just interesting. Like, uh, it's really the reverse, where it's like, you'll go on a date with someone and then the date will be great because they're a great person and maybe you'll even hook up. And then the second date will also be great because they're still that same great person and maybe you'll even hook up again. And then all of a sudden this thing creeps in where it's like, oh, now we've established that we're like heading in this direction and I feel that it's harder to go from that to friends. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's also like, and that's the thing I'm realizing about dating again as I'm as I'm starting to do it more actively for the first time um, since I relationship ended a couple of years ago. Like I dipped in and out, but now I'm trying. Sure. Um, it's like oh, remembering that like feelings are at stake, even though you really like the person. Uh-huh. I just don't. I, it's not, wait. It's, what do you mean feelings are at stake? Even because like you know after Your two or three dates, everyone's. You know what I mean? It's like after two or three dates, it's like I could really like the person, but just not feel it in that way. And no matter what, that's always going to suck to hear. You know, it's always going to be on, in, on either side of it. It's like yeah. I mean, I feel like you can, if you're trying to maybe make that transition to friends, you don't have to be like, hey, I think we should be friends, even though I've literally said that to somebody recently Mm -hmm. and don't follow your own advice is my advice. Um, But, um, (laughs) you know, sometimes it just takes like three or four months of like not really seeing that person. And then you see them again and you're like, hey, we're like friends now. Yeah. Honestly, that did happen to someone I was dating. um, And I was confused because like we started hanging out again at more as friends and I one night like made a move and he was like, no, no, like we're friends now. I'm uh, in a different place than I was. And I was like, right, right, right. I mm. have to like remind myself of this. I feel like I'm like becoming more and more in my adult life. Be, uh, I, like totally okay with that type of rejection. Right. I feel like it's like wherever people are, you kind of have to meet them at it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, um, 
uh, I don't know. The last thing you want to do is like try to force something. Yeah, because then then forget it. Then you can't like. But then there are like so- stories of people being like, you know, I just kept texting him. I kept texting him, and now we're married. And <laughs> when I hear. St- Usually the stories are straight pe- men being like, I just wouldn't leave her alone. Oh, right. right. down right. and right. you see right. her and she's right. like, yeah. Well, I'm kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it happens. Right. I'm kind of like, who's trying to wear me down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but the thing with, the thing with gay shit The is, thing with gay. The thing with gay is that um, it, there is this, like, I was talking to Matt Whitaker about this. Oh, yes. I'm so there, wise. There is this. The a there, seer. The seer, he, he was like, it is this Schrodinger's cat kind of situation where it's like you don't know. It's like um, you don't know what it is until you just open the box and see whether whether or not the cat is dead. Yeah, it's like yeah, and it's like you don't know if the thing is like the the box being closed is you guys just assuming your friends, mm-hmm. and then it just takes one person to be like, what is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, that's scary. That's the, that's the impossible. Thing. It's scary. Well, it's scary. Why? Because of the reduction. The reduction. Because now, yeah, it is scary. But then, do you just? Yeah. But then, if if you're like Brendan and like that doesn't really phase you, then that's. I mean, it's cool. getting. It's phasing me less. I yeah, think. less. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have that sting of like, ah, oh, I kind of made myself vulnerable. But um, also, I don't know. It's it, also good to be vulnerable. I, I was telling a mutual friend, Brene of Brown. All of ours, Hello, honey. Hey. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. What Brene? Brene Brown Brene is Brown. this. Brene Brown. You know, she's like the power of vulnerability. She's like a a self help guru for yeah. oh, for great. like moms who yes. have yes. never been to therapy. Got it, got it, got it. You got to make like, yourself vulnerable, and it's okay. This power and vulnerability. Right. I should it. ask my friend Kathy what I need. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And asking for help, and you know. Oh, that's beautiful. And I actually God was I was telling a friend of ours who's going through a situation right now where he feels self-conscious about making himself vulnerable. And I was like, you should never feel bad about that or never feel embarrassed. No, that's a win. Yeah, exactly. And then at the end of the day, you're, you are, you have advanced yourself and you become, you get to know yourself even better by doing that. Mm -hmm. And I, I always think like, that was the, I think why it took me so long to date again is because my relationship um, t- towards the end was so painful um, and it hurt so much f- for it to end. Um, and we've all been through varying degrees of this that it's like, why ever do that again? And I think it took me so long to start dating again because it's like, I don't want to put myself through something hard, but that's literally life. And you do get better as a result yeah. of doing it. If we that. had watched like another 30 minutes of The Star is Born after, she would have met somebody. Exactly. You know? So true. I'll never love again. And then afterwards, somebody would have been like, you're such a great singer. And she would have been like, do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Specifically her. Right. Yeah. Do you think so? And they'd be like, yeah, why don't you come over? And she would have been like, we're dating. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Honestly, she became that girl as the movie went on because the the script fell apart. Oh, I love that movie, and I, I do like too. A big, oh, movie. Um, but I, know, I understand why people have problems with it. Yeah, but, um, it's yeah. We are we are musical. About it. Like with musicals, I don't have at all a critical eye. Outside yeah, no. of Hamilton, I guess. But um, <laughs> as long as it's like a, a a woman at the center, yeah, singing. If you give her a moment, like I'll never love again. Sure, I can see why that's like not right. Yeah, but I I will cry. I was weeping. I also feel like um, I have some friends who were like, I just hate that. Like, I didn't care about him and like I didn't like him. Oh. And I feel like I talked to my mom afterwards and she was like, I saw so many men I know in him. And I'm like, that's oh. like a kind of important to remember, like audience wise, yeah. like, um, you know, you can't hate every straight. 
They haven't. Yeah. They're not the ones who bullied. He's Jackson Maine didn't bully you. Right, right. I also really don't like this thing of like because it's a straight white man, we have to hate it. No, like they exist. That's actually just la- that's lazier than anything else. It's so lazy, yeah. and also like not for nothing, but you're not gonna get much of a like a, that that. Bradley Cooper is a queer ally because he gave Lady Gaga the moment to do that, and we got to enjoy it all year long. Yeah, like I- I'm a little tapped out on Gaga. <laughs> For now. In this era, yeah, like I feel like the Star Is Born Gaga era was a beautiful era of the Gaga story, and I've really enjoyed it. But I am happy it's over because it was getting to critical mass. Crazy, but yeah. he allowed us everywhere. to yeah, have. Yeah, he that. gave that totally. To us. He totally gave it. To um, us. I I really love Joanne era Gaga, and I'm kind of like yes. definitely on the wrong. It's no, you're not. Minority opinion. We love the Joanne era. I Gaga. love Joanne. I love Grigio Girls. I just I read this. Girls is you so guys good. work with Vulture. I read some article, and it was seventy. It was her seventy. Third best song, and I was like, what? "This person does yeah. not understand." No. They don't get it. They shouldn't someone, have written that. Definitely to, top thirty. Yes, someone ranked top five. Top five for me. Actually, can I? T- I can read you my top Gagas because I was Come literally on. just. Oh, yeah, oh, let's this do is, this. Oh, oh my god, this is how you know we have this. a fucking Judy in the studio. Is that he's got a list, okay. of, a list top of top Gaga songs so in his notes? Literally texting my friend um, Sam Fischel, so good. who is a um, a straight guy. Oh, but he loves Gaga, well, and opinions. we love him. He's great. Um, what else is going on while I find it? Um, I mean, here, I was you say, say your Gagas. You say your top five yeah. Gaga. Oh, okay, and no, not in order. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say. Oh, actually, no. My number one, number one, number one, number one is Edge of Glory. Edge of Glory. I love Edge of Glory. It's amazing. More than Bad Romance. Um, okay, I keep slightly. Um, Edge of Glory. Grisha Girls is up there. I'm gonna say, ooh, um, 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 so happy I could die. So happy I could, I could die. die. Wow, that and, is a deep cut. Uh, cause it's just like it's a pure like it's like a it's like a fun little like drug high where you're I like to like, give one from every era. Yeah, okay, sure. and then that's um, how you best represent. Totally, totally. So what am I missing? Art pop. Oh, art pop. Um, you know the one, Venus. Venus. Um, and from, from, uh, the fame, uh, let's see the fame. It's gotta be, I know mine. Paparazzi. I was going to say paparazzi. For me, it's paparazzi, bad romance, which I think is one of the best pop songs ever. Ever. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah. Edge of glory. Mm Mm-hmm. Shallow. Mm-hmm. Shallow counts. And I would say, and I would say. I'm like a ballad queen, so mm-hmm. I would say Million Reasons. Okay. I think Million Reasons is epic, and I love that it was performed on the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 When she did that on the Super Bowl, I was like, this is a fucking right. pop She was ballad. like, I'm doing Joanne. Yes. Yep. I love um, it. Yeah, I, probably mine are Edge of Glory. Uh-huh. I love Telephone. Tele- yes. Um, I, um, I love... Um, you and I. You and I. I was say you and I. Um, yeah. I love applause. Applause wow. is great. Um, and, and it's a grower. It is a grower. And I love Judas. I was going to say Judas is in my honorable Judas option. Honorable mention. Berlin um, at a club called Schwuss. Mm-hmm. And it, she had four backup dancers and she was rolled out in a grocery cart and covered in like paper and popped out of it. And, oh, wow. Uh, at like three in the morning. And it was the best drag performance I've ever seen. <laughs> and she and did Judas? Her wig flew off and she snatched it out of the air and put it back on her head. <laughs> The funniest thing ever <laughs> happened in my lift the other night. So he turns to me and he goes, do you, do you like music? And I said, yes, I do. He said, 
do you want to hear my favorite song? (gasps) And I said, yes, I do. (laughs) And I'm just going to play what he put on. Oh. And okay, so literally, actually, let's act this out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I'm the driver of the car. Careful about the accent. No, I'm not going to do an accent. (laughs) And you don't need to tell me. I've I've, I've walked this this bridge before. Unless it's a funny European accent. Yes. I think you can Um, do like something fun. Something, (laughs) you can do something Slavic. We can make fun of Russians. That's basically a big thing we can still do. Totally. Matt is, um, Matt has grown a lot. Matt has grown a lot. (laughs) So, literally, he goes, um, so Bowen, you be me. Hi, Matt. Yes. Hi. Hi. Yes, of course. Hi. Okay. Do you oh. like music? I'm sorry. Um, do you have a do you have a charger? <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um yeah. I, Android? Oh, oh no. Um iPhone oh, 6. Android. Sorry. iPhone 6 with a fucked up screen. Do no, you have a charger for no, that? Android only. Okay. Android only. Um sorry, sorry. Yeah, I love music. Do you want to hear my favorite song? Yes. I this is my favorite song. I love that. <laughs> Oh, he played shallow. <laughs> yes, and I was literally like, I was dying because it was. The, and he goes, "I love Lady Gaga," and I was like, "I do too." Oh. He's like, "Do you know this song?" I was like, "Did you sing it together?" Yes, I, yes, we did. Who played Jackson? We both sang that? every word to the oh. chords. And I was, you like, should have been like, "I'll take, I'll take Jackson, so you can be Gaga." Honestly, and he was like, "I love this movie. Did you see this movie?" I was like, "I did. I, I did see it." He's like, "Did you like it?" I was like, "I loved it." As this is playing, and I was like, "It's so funny to me that he decided, like, like the reveal of what his favorite song was. I thought it was going to be some deep cut. It was literally the biggest song of the year." Do you guys ever like have a gay? Uh, I, I that man might not be gay. gay driver. I don't know, but the, but it's kind of revealed over time. That he's you know, gay. Or uh, uh, in like a few short sentences, you find out somebody is a, um, a queer person driving you and you're like, oh, thank God. Whether it's like a yeah. gay guy. I always feel better about that. But also that fucks with me because I'm like a hoe and I think to myself, am I going to hook up with this person? Whenever I meet <laughs> or hear about someone that's gay, I'm like, will I fuck them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's I'm fun. like sicko. Um, hmm. My driver last night was 1000% gay because really? he, he was blasting like Mariah and JLo and all this stuff. And I was like, good. I was like, great. And I did my move when I'm in LA because I just do not want to talk. You're like, here's my IMDb. No, no, no. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> High maintenance. High maintenance. <laughs> John Glazer loves gear. And he was like, no, no, no. Don't check it now because it's going to be so much better in a year. I go, no. I, go. <laughs> I was, my LA move in lifts is, I'm sorry, can I put my headphones on for work? Um, for it's, work. It's a work thing. I have to ignore you for work. I just I don't want to explain, and I'm, and they're and they're always like, yeah, sure. I'm not like that. I I, I if if they choose that to have a conversation, we're having one. For, uh, for uh, I don't know. I just can't gamble on 42 minutes of conversation. Oh, it's a long one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like, mm-hmm. what work could you have listening to a podcast? I was honestly, I, it could be. You don't know honestly, that. I was like doing homework on like someone's like comedy album and like and just like <laughs> just like doing that and like right. And so wasn't fully lying. I once had a driver who I got in the car and he was in a full, like, kind of like, it almost looked like a wetsuit. Like he was like a, you know, kind of like one of those like fit, straight white guys who is in like full athleisure, but leggings. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was just like, hey, what's up, man? My name's Jonathan, but you can call me Liam. (gasps) I was like, what? What? How is that possible? He was trying to start a conversation. And then he was like, you live around here? And I was like, yeah. And he, it was, this was in West Hollywood during my WeHo days. And um, he was like, nice. Yeah, yeah. I live, uh, 
I live in like wherever, but um, I'm kind of looking for like a crash pad around here. And I was like, like a crap, what? And he was what? like, well, I got a wife and, and a kid and I'm thinking of maybe getting like, you know, spot of my own. What? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> also, this was an Uber pool and we picked up <laughs> another person and then a, a, you know, a couple. So there were five of us in the car. <laughs> Just like all bounded together. I think it was the last Uber pool I ever took. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't fuck with Uber pool. No, I don't no. either. These Which sa- is a privilege to say. But, a, right. I just don't. but the thing is like the saving of a few dollars, because that's really what it amounts to, isn't worth going out of your way to pick up someone else, I think. No. Yeah, there was a while when it first started you where you could like maybe not get picked. You would not right. pick someone else up. Right. But now that that time I was like, the, there are four people. Five people in this tiny little car, and I can't do this again. No. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just too high risk, especially on a on like a weekend night when mm. people could be getting in there and they're drunk. Sure, like I've had Uber drivers tell me that they've driven Uber pool, Uber pool, and like full fights have broken out in the back. In fact, they they, they did that on different Insecure. parties. Yeah, between two different people. Like I remember on Insecure, <laughs> like um, I believe someone was smoking in the back of the car, what? and like another person wasn't, and then they got into a fight, and that happens all the time. I think because Issa drives Uber on insecure right. or lift or whatever. Yeah. But um I I saw that and I was like, oh my God, that would be crazy if that happened. And then I was talking to a Lyft driver one time because he initiated a conversation and I was on board because mm-hmm. I'm too weak. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like They're people. Yeah, they're people. Um but like he was saying that he had seen and had to stop several physical fights. Mm. In the back of his lift. Wow. Which to me is, and also that's their car. Mm-hmm. That's another psychotic thing about it. It's like you're stepping into someone else's domain. How dare you be anything else than like uh, mum? Yeah. What do you guys, do you guys say what you do to people? Yeah. Lately I do because like, I do can you say, say something I write more for concrete. SNL. Mm, I won't say that. I'll, I'll usually just say I have a podcast and that okay. that usually like either fully kills it, kills it <laughs> and you don't want to hear about it or they're like, me too. Will you be on mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always get really <laughs> self-conscious about saying I'm a comedian because right. that people always like are like, what? Like positive or negative? Because I think saying I'm a comedian means that I think I'm funny. Right. Whereas, well, <laughs> well <laughs> and so now I, the other day I like surprised myself um, when someone asked, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I can say I write for TV. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, was like, I was like, well, I can say that now. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know, I have something concrete Great. to say that doesn't sound like presumptuous about myself. Sure, it's just sure, the facts. Sure. Yeah. Them's just the facts. Them's the facts. Um, I was going to say that I, I'll say, um, but w- like usually the first thing that happens when you say, when you lead with I'm a comedian is they'll, 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 they'll say, Wow, do you know blank? Yeah. Do do you know Gabriel Iglesias' work? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. You know, he has his own parking spot at Staples Center. Wow. Because wow. it's fluffy on it. Whoa. How do you know that? Because I've seen it. Okay. I wa- I've taken a photo twice. with it. <laughs> That's beautiful. It was yeah. empty when I walked by it, but I do have a full photo of me, you know, doing the old peace sign. Right, right, right. The old peace sign. They always mm. ask if you know, like, the <laughs> biggest straight comedians. Like, do you know, like, Bill Burr? And I'm or, like, I do like, know, yeah, I, I know of him, I know yes. right. right. And then, and then that's just, and then it just stops there. And then it just stops there because what else is there? What else is there? Like, I'm going to be like, yes, I do know Bill Burr. I find him to be misogynist. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I that would be. I work in marketing um, and it's just kind of, just I work in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that stops it. Cause it's like, what is what marketing? Yeah. They're just like, mm, brands. <sighs> And and you've tapped into something so perfectly vague 
that right. they just they just lose interest. Well, what happens if you say like I'm an actor? They'll go like anything I may have seen, yeah, and yeah. for me, it's like no. Truly, you have not seen it. So then I have to explain, like, I was on this show that got canceled, and then it's sad. And then and then they right. and, and then the they end, have to know what to do with that. Right. The thing is, like, I'm and usually I'm like, like, I'm not, I don't need you to to support me, right. even though it is nice for you to say, you know, it is hard out here. <laughs> I forget that a lot of people listen to podcasts in their car and watch, like, a Lyft driver listening to this, like, I'm learning a lot about not to open my mouth at all. <laughs> oh, no. If you don't no, know, no. please open conversations. Please start conversations. Um, we love that. Uh, I think... Okay. It's time. I think it might be time. I think it might be time to move on to I Don't Think So, Honey. It is our segment in which we take one minute to rail against something in culture that's just getting our goat. It's making us mad, and it needs to be railed against. <laughs> yes. And Brendan Scannell has done several I Don't Brendan's, Think So, Honey. Yeah. Brendan's an expert in the form. So um, I think we'll go in the classic order. Matt, yeah, I'll go first. Okay, great. So this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Queer Eye. Oh, um, I don't care anymore. It has lost what was special about it uh, for me because I feel that the current cast has become too um, self-aware. Oh. Or, or, or they've become like, they've created monsters. And I think that's what happens with very sudden fame. Mm-hmm. And I, I have met a co- one of them. Yeah. And I, I think this person is kind, but like, I don't know. I haven't heard the best things about like oh. what's happening with them personally from good sources and it's just like seconds. I don't think so honey this idea of like I I don't think they know why we really like them sure. like you go on one of their Instagrams and it's clear that it's like thirst trap central and it's like I don't think that's why we really like you babe I think we like you because seconds. of like you know sorry Anthony but like the f- stupid goofy faces you make when something gets said. I liked you because you were goofy and you're trying to be goofy sexy. Goofy and sweet. So I don't think so, honey. Queer Eye. I would like a new cast. I think they should all go on to different projects. Five I seconds. think I would like them more. Karamo be a psychologist. Bobby get a design show. Anthony be a model. Uh, <laughs> if that's what you want to do. Jonathan, go ahead do your comedy tours live podcast. And um, who's the last one? Tan. No, Bobby, Bobby. Oh, oh Tan. Tan. Uh, keep dressing. Woo! <laughs> and that's one minute. Um, I mean, have we reached Queer Eye fatigue? That's interesting. I have. I mean, I'm not excited at all about this season because I feel like they never went away. The thing about shows when they come back is it's like, I'm excited to see the cast again because I miss them. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Queer Eyes are so ubiquitous all the time. Do you follow them on Instagram? I think I need to unfollow them. Because they're that's mm-hmm. where they're ubiquitous. Really, it's Instagram culture that I'm. I don't think so, honey, because I think that's right. what's twisted them sure, all. Sure, well, sure. They're all trying to like you know become moguls and and buy houses, which yeah. you know is their right. But part of that is like you know doing Instagram in a really intense way. Yeah, branding yeah. down. Well, yeah. they're all coming up. Like all of their books are dropping the same time. Or at least they're all promote. Like Karamo and Tans came out with them. Like, and I wrote all of them. And you wrote yeah. and you and, and, and Brendan was the ghostwriter. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for doing so that. So what was the difference between writing them all? What was the most difficult one to write? Well, I spent six months with each of them. <laughs> um, I actually don't um, – yeah, that, I, I haven't really watched it. Yeah, no, I, I haven't really watched it. I have a tough time with um, uh, just like – Men who don't get it trying to be taught to get it. You know, oh. I kind of want them, but I think well, I by choosing they... to be on the show, they're typically like, I feel like I need to try to get it, and sure. that's a good thing. Well, um, well, I think what Matt is trying, and Matt it's really saying, emotional too. And sometimes totally. with that type of emotional reality TV, I have a hard time. But you never know what you're going to get either. You're going to either be bowled over by emotion or so fucking bored. Well, and Matt, there's no in between. I think what Matt's saying too is that I think they started out getting it. 
Well, yeah, because they were just doing the show. And I think the first season of the show was special because it was like a nice um, twist on the form that we all knew. And I yeah. think that they were all just being themselves and trying to do a good job. And then when they became that famous overnight, I think they couldn't see themselves anymore. And, and I think people like, of course, when someone is as attractive as Anthony, like they're going to get a lot of attention from people because of that. And mm -hmm. I think, unfortunately, he got a little confused and thinks this is what's worthy about me and this is what people like about me. This so his Instagram value. is entirely yeah. thirst traps. And I think that's a little sad because I actually don't like him for that reason. Of course, you I like can, him for his rest. Of course, I can see him. <laughs> But I actually liked that he seemed like invested in the people and looked like a good friend. And I like the goofy faces he yeah. makes when he's like flustered and they're not necessarily hot faces. And the, it's like that any, it's like that disease you see with anyone on Instagram where you meet them in person and think, Oh, amazing. And then go to their Instagram and it's like just pictures of them shirtless, like looking like not a person. Uh -huh. um, That's like a, a disconnect I'm seeing specifically with him and all of them to certain degrees. Sure. Well, also when people get famous, they get hot. And when they're gay, right. you get fit. It's mm -hmm. like part of it is like you get, yeah. you're like, oh, I have money. And so my culture is teaching me to have a trainer. And of course. then all of a sudden yes. you kind of like lose, I think a little bit of your, um, I don't know, your- Your everyman Your outsiderness. Yeah. Which I- um, Sure. But uh, I love what uh, Jonathan like does on carpets. I think that that's yeah. like pretty yeah. kind of fantastic. And also, um, you know, he's a tall man. Hard to find fashion that you can pull off it. I, as a short person yeah, who, yeah. you know, has the body type of kind of like a 50-year-old woman who does yoga, it's, <laughs> I, I do have like a relative amount of privilege in terms of like walking into a store and being like, ah, this that. jumpsuit fits me. Uh -huh. And um, so it requires a lot more like care yeah. um, on, yeah. on his half's behalf. Um, but you know what? Someone listening right now can just level the same fucking thing against maybe. I mean, we're nowhere near as famous as they are. But like, I've, I've gotten people saying like, wow, Bowen's really, f all Bowen talks about is soul cycle. Like f reviews being like, wow. Like, oh, who cares? People like they're, they're, they're really losing touch. And I'm like, what? Maybe. No, really no nice. one has ever said that. Uh, no, there's, there's. I truly don't care about what people are saying. Oh. I mean, I, and I learned that the hard way because I really cared. And then all of a sudden everyone said really mean stuff. And, and then I was like, you know yeah. what? I don't care anymore. That's oh yeah. You have to make the power decision. of therapy, especially like, you know, it, they really, I mean, it, they list the thing about the people that give negative reviews is like, well, you listen the whole time and keep listening. Right. Well, I just and, did a and wrote a review. <laughs> I just did like a comedy central, um, like stand up oh, featuring great. digital I love set. Thank so you. Great. So yeah. Um, and I did, I made the mistake of like just scrolling down for a second mm. and yep. I was like, oh, never, no. never, never, and actually when my, I did lip sync battle, I managed to not read a single comment because yeah. mm -hmm. I expected them all to be like, this sucks. And also who is he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I literally had no television credits when I did that. And everybody on stage was like, he's nice. Who is he? Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen was like, is this oh. my PA? <laughs> oh, my God. That's Kyle. <laughs> that's Kyle from, from. And when you scrolled down, what happened? Um, on the Comedy Central thing. Mm, yeah. Somebody just wrote <laughs> so bland. And I was like, huh. I am kind of bland. No. <laughs> no. See, that's the thing you were talking about stop, before. Stop, you stop. can't do it. Right. Can't, can't, can't. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I just I'm what I mean to say about them is it's like I feel like it's kind of like reached critical mass and I'm mm. not sure if I, I, I don't I haven't watched the third season, but I'm wondering if they can still do it at the level they did it. Like mm. 
with the kind of ego that they must have now. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that they all buy houses, yeah. you know, invest yeah. in property. I wish the best for them. Use and the moment. I say this out of really concern for them mm-hmm. because I don't think it could have been easy. And I no. just, I like, I, I probably would have completely buckled under. Oh, all completely. I mean, th- like they had like probably what? 4,000 Instagram followers one night and then 2 million the next like that. Their fame was crazy. Yeah. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey chocolate. I've never cared for oh, you. What? Truly, <laughs> I think I've finally come into this. I've settled into this place. I have a, a, a solid foothold on this as my identity. Wow. Chocolate's bad. Um, you know, I'll, every now and then I'll, I'll pop a little Ferrero Rocher in my mouth. Hell, I even wrote a whole play with my good friend Matt Rogers about chocolate, mm-hmm. about chocolatiers. But as, as, as a concept, it's like I can't believe that – I can't believe that we've gotten to a place where we're like okay with like there being like luxury brands around this, you know? It's like who cares? It's a goddamn piece of brown 30 seconds. Brown doo-doo. Yep. You know what? You can't sometimes it looks like, it looks like poop and that is my big hang up with it too. It's like if it looks like poop, it's not going in my 15 mouth. 15 seconds. Not to shame any fecal <laughs> folks out there, but you know, I'm not that bitch and I've never been a bitch for chocolate and every every Valentine's Day I'm very confused that this Five industry seconds. is truly getting away with highway robbery because of our obsession with conformity. And that's one minute. <laughs> I'm not a chocolate fan either. I love candy. Yes, I love candy. <laughs> really? I love cookies. Oh, cookies. cookies. But even, no. But Chocolate y- chip cookies. <gasps> but you and I, I are like oatmeal raisin, raisin bitches. bitches. Ooh, I don't love a raisin in a baked good. Like well, a raisin bread. Well, you're racist. Really? really? Yeah, I just don't really do it. I would That's... always rather have a chocolate chip cookie. I loved it's nothing against chocolate chip cookies it's just they're so often pitted against one another right. and yes. I have to go with oatmeal raisin and that makes me and you, Bowen, Revolutionary, revolutionary. But everyone, everyone has this crazy hard on for chocolates, and it's culturally been this thing where it's like, ah, my vice, chocolate. Yeah. It's like no. It's like a thing that like ladies say when they're like, I'm a character. <laughs> oh, you whip chocolate out, honey. You know, like yeah. I'm saying this like a full caricature of a gay man, but just now I'm trying to be a middle aged. Honey, woman. don't like, even let me near that chocolate. <laughs> Whose thing is chocolate? Like you know, like oh, Aunt Susan. Like oh, after dinner comes dessert, and that means we're gonna hear it about chocolate. Mm. Yeah, but we love you know. that for Aunt Susan. Actually, I took I took a three hundred five fitness class in LA with a very good friend. Um, You're and already different. I'm already different. No, it was sweet, but you know, it was like I, it was like me and all white women, and it was lovely. And we were just dancing, twerking to Megan Trainer, and I thought, <laughs> "What? It's so easy to make fun <laughs> of this." Dancing, twerking to Megan Trainer. It's. So, I was like, "It's so easy to make fun of this," but just, I mean, there's a place for it in this world, and it's fine, and and there's no need to like mm-hmm. take it down and like. No need to take it down. Also, but, you're already there and you've already paid for it. Exactly. You know? I, mean, I, I can't poke holes in it. But um, maybe, whatever. I'm just like betraying my own. I don't think so. Because maybe there's a place for chocolate. Who knows? Maybe there's a place for chocolate. Um, okay, this is maybe. Brendan. Brendan, are you ready? I think so, yeah. Okay, this, this is, might be like, I don't know. We'll see. No. I haven't really prepared it, but it's something I thought I love of everything earlier. about this okay. intro. This is perfect. <laughs> this is Brendan Skinnell's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People with social anxiety. <laughs> Like, I'm truly, it's hard for all, I feel like people are like, sorry, I'm a little anxious. Like, I have social anxiety. I can't go out. It's difficult for all of us. It's like, read a book, a 
by Emily Post. Go to Cotillion. If you have a difficult time in conversation, turn the conversation on to the other person. Ask questions. You yes. can so if you're feeling anxious, say, "What did you do today?" Thirty seconds. Um, you can say stuff like, um, "Did your parents vote for Trump?" Like just changing the subject and feeling like. It isn't this whole big thing where everyone's looking at you all the yeah. time. All you have to do is talk mm-hmm. and maybe have fifteen uh, seconds. Watch television. Ask people if they have seen those types of things. Yes. I think this social anxiety <laughs> is preventing people from going out. It's creating this inside culture of like, I love being inside uh, in my house. Yes. And I'm like, there's art out there and people to be met and beautiful experiences to be had. And that's, that's one, one minute. minute. Thank you. That was beautiful. Because well, beautifully constructed. That was gorgeous. And also, I came to LA with a certain amount of social anxiety, and I, I, now I'm looking back and I'm like, why? Why? I was just holding myself back. The city also lets you be crazy. Yeah. I was, I'm six years into it, and I walked into a jewelry store the other day, and I was like, hi, like, I'm looking to make a custom earring. And the, <laughs> went fully down the line with this woman where we were, like, picking the size, and she was like, I'm going to text the jeweler. She's a, also a marine biologist, so she might be at sea. And I was like, well, yeah, go ahead. Give You, can, you have my number. And then um, she called me, like, two hours later, and she was like, she can't do it. And I was like, you know what? I'll be in another time. And fully psychotic. Hey. Um, and then you hung up the phone and were like, wow, I just was, have been underwater for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I've been in this distortion field of nonsense. You it's can just crazy. be very kooky and like... You know, those people who you I used to be like you were at a grocery store and someone would be like, are they out of almonds? And you'd be like, I don't know. And now I'm like, they might be. Should we ask? <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. That doesn't happen in New York. I also am not working right now. So I'm like, just like I take in day trips, go no. spending a long time at the Americana. God, the things that go to the, mall. Go to the Grove. Oh, it's lovely. So I don't know. Gorgeous. I'm so basic and I love the Grove. So gorgeous. So gorgeous. <laughs> I love get it, going into vintage stores and getting the phone number of the person who owns it, giving them my sizes and being like, if you have ever have anything like this in my size, just text me. And do they text? Do they ever do it? All the time. <gasps> I have like six different people who text me. Wow. I'm, I never buy anything. I go into Fred Siegel, which is a really expensive yes, store. Yes. And a woman there just se- will occasionally send me a photo of a high heel. Wow. And I'll be like, you have, but the thing is like about you is if you walked into my star and gave me your number and said, text me if if there's stuff that I need, I would text you because I do feel that you're iconic. Like, and I feel like your energy and everything. I, people remember you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're you're not, you are a star. Thank you. You guys are so kind. Um, God. And what a star E episode. A star. When's this gonna come out? I uh, I don't know. When is this gonna come out? When Uh, do you want it to come out? Um, I've got this Netflix show called Bonding coming out. Yeah, April. April. Okay. Um, April when? Do you know? Um, it hasn't been announced, but it's in April. Great. Written Um, and directed by writer Doyle. Doyle. And um, uh, I'm really trying to get people to watch that. It's like uh, this kind of labor of love. Um, it was. This made by this French company called Black Pills, mm-hmm. and it was like gonna be on their weird streaming site. And yeah. um, then Netflix saw it, and I won't say weird because they're all very nice. Mm-hmm. I think I meant French. You meant um, 
And um, Netflix bought it and is putting it on um, Netflix as is, kind of in the way, like, when people say Netflix buys everything, I'm like, <clears throat> well, that you're attacking me. <laughs> um, but um, I, I really love it. I played the assistant to a dominatrix, mm-hmm. and the dominatrix is yeah, this actress, it. Zoe Levin, and yes. it's just basically about our friendship and um, our work relationship, and it's a I think it's very fun and sweet. That's beautiful. Well, oh, I can't wait. If you're listening, please catch Brendan and Bonding. Stream Bonding. Yeah, Stream please. Bonding. Yeah. That'll be fun. I felt like when Heathers was coming out, I had difficulty asking people to watch it because there was so much money behind it mm-hmm. where right. it felt right. very like, um, I don't know, sorry for being in your feed about so much. I but see. now this is like a project where like we, we did it really um, – uh, like flying by the seat of our Shoe pants. String. Shoe yes. string. No budget. And it made me feel uh, fall in love with the art again. Oh, so I love that. Please watch That's it. That's great. I and can't wait to watch tweet it. Tweet it and Instagram it. I would really appreciate it. You know we will. Icon star, friend, fellow party goer tonight. Brendan. Yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was a very fun episode. Thank you, Brendan. Let's and we song. are now going to end with a song. Pocky Slay. Pocky slay, pocky slay, pocky slay, pocky slay. Come on. Pocky slay. The dulcet tones of the pocky girls. You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. You're giving me a million reasons to win the show. Giving me a million reasons. Give me a million reasons. Give me a million reasons. For the rest of that song, stream the album, Joanne. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate 
perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.